Happy New Year. How long do you get to say Happy New Year to people? What? Describe fear. What? Hmm? How long do you say Happy New Year to people? Um, I think I'm going to be done. I was still saying it today, and today is January 4th. I think I'll be done soon. But, like, the Chinese New Year hasn't happened yet. Okay. But, well, yeah. Well, we can still say it then, I guess. I feel like you can say it through January. I'm going to go... Like, I don't think you can say it. Like, I won't say it to you every day, but I think you could say... I'll give you half January. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Lunar New Year is the 22nd. So... Mm-hmm. But what about other New Year's? <clears throat> oh, I don't know. I feel like there's other New Year's that you're maybe like you're not familiar with. Fear New Year? What about like a Dominican Order New Year? Is that the same? I don't know. A Fear New Year? Fear Year? Don't know. What about Satanists? Do you want a pearl onion? What's Satan? Yeah. What is Satanist uh, New Year? I don't know. See? There can always be a New Year. Yeah, it can always be a New Year. So you could say it every day of the year. No. Because oh. people think you're talking about... Their new year? No, this new year. Well, everything is there. So are you saying this new year is the only new year? Everyth- everything is is their new year. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Because everyone is only living their own reality. Yeah. Don't you see? Every day is a new day. No, every day is so a new year. So every day is a new year. And yeah, that's why I just said. Every yeah. day is a new year. Man, these onions are going to make me... Describe fear. Describe fear. The Chill Factor is a 1993 American supernatural horror film. Yeah. It's directed by Christopher Webster. We've established. Christopher Webster. Christopher Webster. Hmm. And, um... Yeah. You know, we watched it. It's about... It's about, uh... Uh... Cult... And snowmobiling. And, uh, you yeah. Know, I, I, you know, sort I, of about, I mean, it is about a cult, but like. It's all about this guy named Andreas. All right? No. That's <laughs> You're mixing that up with the movie that you, the documentary you slept through. I don't mix. I put know. it on because you were sleeping. Mm hmm. Holy hell. Which I got all the way through it, saw the last five minutes and went, oh, I've seen this before. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Describe <clears throat> that. Describe how you could possibly do that. Okay, there are a couple... Watched, how long? It was like two hours long. No, it was like an hour and 24 minutes. That's why I watched it because it was a CNN docu-film that came out in 2016. Uh-huh. And? How'd you, you know... The thing that clicked with me was the more, like, recent footage of this cult called Buddha Field. Okay, so reason number one, I'm not really going to remember that cult too much because they're called Buddha Field. Like, it sounds made up. 
Isn't any, or, every, but isn't everything made up? Okay, it sounds it sounds like a candy bar, <laughs> or like I'd eat a, a Buddha ca- field. Yeah, I'd you eat better a lay field. a you better lay a field on my Buddha field. Something like that, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think the thing that's clicked with me is just like there was like really strong nature imagery, like they're really bright, pretty birds and stuff. Yeah, and then also they started talking about abuse specific to men in the group oh yeah i messed stuff to that part yeah you did i had so, a really like but yeah this the movie we watch chill factor does talk about a cult but like but like that took over a uh a uh, uh like a catholic uh children's camp yeah but it's not there Ooh. Yeah. And Rose from Titanic is kind of like a narrator kind I of thing. I don't think that's Rose from Titanic. You see the cover? No. The, do you, look at this poster, though. I like the title sequence. I like, I like that. Oh, that's pretty rad. It's pretty nice. Yeah, the, the font is really nice. I will say this whole movie to me seemed like a snowmobiling movie, kind of like a skate, a skateboarding. Well, look at the cover. No, okay, listen. Just when you thought it was safe to go back on the slopes. The chill factor. Do you go on the slopes when you're snowboard when you're when you're snowmobiling though? See not really. Yeah. Well, I mean there's I guess you could, but it's more just kinda like trails and through the woods and barbed wire. Yeah, and you make your own trail. Anyways, so you know how there's like skateboarding videos, like long skateboarding video movies. This kind of seemed yeah, like a for sure. this kind of seemed like a long, like show offy sm- snowmobiling movie and someone was like Oh, let's add some like horror in it. Like, let's like try to make like a story around yeah, so all this cool footage I shot, and maybe someone will like throw cash at it. Well, somebody that likes snowmobiling. Yeah. So I, I mean, it was written and directed by a snowmobiler. Well, it was produced and directed by this Christopher Webster fellow. Are they a snowmobiler? Um. Are they a snowmobile? <laughs> <laughs> it's only 85 minutes long uh yeah it wasn't too long i didn't i wasn't like i would there were scenes where i was like okay this is a lot of snowmobiling like when there there's like a chase at the end mm-hmm. and it's like the oh, yeah. slowest fucking chase but it's also like the chase. fastest chase like at one point they they two people on the snowmobiles or the sleds as they yeah. call them um like the you know the villain or whatever we want to call it, and then the final girl, the last girl, mm-hmm. like they both stop, like side by side on yeah. the wheels to like look at like uh, look at something. Yeah, yeah, they stop in unison. Yeah, they stop together. Like she, to Jeannie, be- <laughs> doesn't like continue yeah, to Jeannie. like tear off and get away from this undead person, like. Yeah, she stops with him. Like, and the music is really, like, cutesy and, like, not scary, really. The uh, Well, John uh, Tatgenhorst. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. Did the music. Uh, I wonder who did that last song in the credits. Oh, that was good. It was all, game like... Sh- Love is a game show. Love is a game show, which is an interesting choice for this movie because there's really nothing about game shows in this film no all the talk the only thing is that like essentially genie the final girl is really she's like reminiscing about how essentially like 
her boyfriend gets in a, mo- a snowmobile accident. Yeah. They have to take shelter in this, like, you know, ghost church. Yeah, it's like a. So he doesn't go into shock. Yeah, it's an church old camp, camp church thing. And, like, um, you know, they get out what is essentially they describe as, like, a Haitian Ouija board. It's, like, a big circle. Uh-huh. And you flip the dial. Yeah, big dial with an eye in the I'm middle. I'm sure of it, it has, like, a an actual name. I'm sure it has, like, a, you know, traditional name. But, like, and then her, you know, boyfriend who is concussed, like, basically is... Uh, taken over by a spirit because of this. And so she is like reminiscing, yes. like there's a narrator yeah. um, who is supposed to be Jeannie older, like yeah. in the year 2000. She smoked a lot between, it's like she smoked a lot or something between something. You know, being younger and then being But this it's older not even person. smoke. It's like, it's very like genderless voice. Like it's like, Maybe the demon stole their gender, Jeannie's gender. Maybe I don't know. It was like it was just weird. But the but they specifically the narrator specifically says you, like with the year two thousand around the corner, it's got me oh, thinking. Sure. sure, sure, sure. Even though this movie came out in ninety three, well, the narrator is has aged. Yeah, the narrator is aged. But anyways, Jeannie is like sad about you know losing Tom, Tommy, and at the end of the movie, like. Basically, her biggest, like, sadness was getting out this, like, Ouija dial. Not any of the other stuff that occurred. The Ouija dial and losing her love. And then it cuts to this, like, really, like, pop country 90s love is a game show. My, My man's left me. I'm sad. Like, that's what it, that was what the credit song led into. Yeah. Yeah. It was happy. She got away. She got away, but also she wasn't happy about it. Like, and the way she got away too, it was really funny. Like, like the like. Tommy's yeah, she ran away from the animated corpse gets mm-hmm. run over by. <laughs> what are those things called? Snowcat. It was some sort of snow, uh, large snow vehicle, like snowcat. Yeah, no, like you see know. in The Shining. I'm not sure what he was doing out there. It was a big snow. Wasn't he a plow? It was just you know, it's a just big old, big snow machine. Yeah, as big big traction tread tires, you know. And then she tears off like a cop comes because she and she's doesn't like, want to oh, answer a shitload shit. of questions. Yeah, she specifically says, "I don't want to answer a shitload of questions," and my nerves had just had it, and she just freaking tears off. And then she says she goes back. Oh, she goes past where she goes the past camp the is camp again, yeah, it's and up. it's gone. Yeah. Oh man, it's so it's so interesting. It's such a great story. There's a lot of mixes bet, of things. There's a lot of mixes of tropes in it for sure. Well, you know, it's a it's you know it's a it's a it's a teen movie. You know, with a kind of like a you know that teen thriller kind of thing. They're supposed to be like college age people. Yeah. Um, you know, it kind of felt like but, a, a Ouija board PSA. Yeah, I guess so. Like, it wasn't a PSA about drinking and snowmobile driving. No. And being reckless. No, no, you still should do all that. Yeah, you, you still should still should do all that. definitely be re- reckless. But, and, like, yeah. don't get out the supernatural. You should be reckless. Yeah. Racist. Yeah, racist. And, um, fuck and dirty, dingy. Yeah, just... Uh, uh, oh, also, uh, like... Um, also, 
possible like I guess what what, what would you call it? I don't know, like wanting to fuck your siblings or something. I don't know. Yeah, you don't really know if there was ever incest, but like there's this really weird relationship, like almost house of yes. No, see, here's the type situation I I, before yeah. between an older brother and sure. younger sister, and yeah. it's yeah. weird. But like, there's no like pillbox hat or anything like that. Well, no, but there's ski pants. Yeah, and, and you noticed boots. that the ski pants on Jenny's Jeannie's ski pants did change color. You you pointed out. Well, okay, so like in the whole scenario of them, like you know, they're all like they're all in their cute little ski pants, all in their cute little moon boots, all in their cute puffy jackets. Definitely cute moon boots. Very cute moon boots, yeah. but like Jeannie is wearing bright pink pants. Like the day they go out on the their sleds. And the day they get stuck into this thing. And then the next morning, she wakes up and she puts on white ski pants. Uh-huh. And immediately, like, she's, like, seeing all these murders that had happened. But, like, I can't get over the white ski pants. Like, are they See, reversible? Like, what happened? Why does she have white ski pants all of a sudden? And just then, continuity. And you were just like, oh, like, maybe she had layers on. But she at that moment pokes her head out the door and yeah. you see a little tiny the glimpse finds. of her pants and yeah. she is wearing the original yeah. bright pink it's yeah continuity. really bad continuity because it's not even like they went from bright pink <laughs> to like oh offish purple they went like bright pink to white yeah, it really bothered pants. you it really ruined i'm the so movie really bothered yeah i'm really bothered by it well anyway essentially this movie like was made uh in like uh 89 or something yeah i saw at the end it said 89 in the credits um and didn't come out till night ninety three. Yeah, it was released. Uh, so v- I imagine they had to refilm some shit. Released on VHS in ninety three under the title "Demon Possessed." Okay. By Action International Video. That's how I heard of it. Yeah. Is that it was entitled "Demon Possessed," which kind of gives a little bit of a, a little bit of the. It kind of gives it away a little bit. You know that someone's yeah. going to be demon possessed. Yeah. Uh, I like Chill Factor better. I feel like there's a number of other movies called Chill Factor or The Chill Factor. And then it was released on Blu-ray in 2019 as mm. The Chill Factor as well. Okay. Um, the well, version there's... we watched did have, it was called Chill Factor in the credits. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what it's typically called, looking at like posters and stuff I can yeah. find of it. So I'm not sure what this demon possessed is called. I don't know. Um, and I don't really care. When we um, looked up Chill Factor, the 1999 movie came up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I found that, um, which I'd really love to to not watch. Yeah, no, it does. I just from the cover, I don't think I want to watch it. I don't think it's for me. Yeah, Connie Snyder. Karen. Con- yeah, Connie Snyder is in it, and she is known for the Chill Factor, nineteen eighty nine, and plays the possible incestuous sister. Yeah, I wonder if any of these actors are in anything else. What do you think? How about Don Laurie? She played Jeannie. Yeah. She looks familiar. Don Laurie is known for The Chill Factor. She also looks like she's related to Gina Davis. She has been in one movie, The Chill Factor. Mm. All right, next. Who's next? Mm. Aaron Kajinas played Tom. No. Aaron Kajinas is known for The Chill Factor. Uh Uh-huh. As well as Untamed Heart and Astonished. Huh. Astonishing. There's a few things. That's Mm -hmm. good. Who's next? Who's another character? Chris. No. What do Karen next? We already did Karen. We already did Karen. Yeah, I know. Lissa? Ooh, yeah. No. I feel like Lissa has to be in something else. 
Alyssa was played by Eve Montgomery. Uh-huh. Uh, Eve Montgomery is known for the chill factor. Nothing else? Not according to IMDb. Wow, the chill factor just killed all these women's careers. <laughs> the movie wasn't bad. Like, I don't feel like the acting was Shut bad. I don't... There's some really cool shots. I don't know. The actor Chris David Fields uh, was in The Chill Factor mm-hmm. and a movie called Divorce Law. Mm-hmm. And he was in The World According to Garp, which I never actually saw, but you know, Robin Williams. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, based off a, a novel, right? And uh, Ron was played by Jim Cagle. Oh, yeah, Cagle. He's known for The Chill Factor. I don't think he'd be in anything else. He's also known for Spooked in Bridgewater from 2015. That's a huge span of time to like bring back your your career. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> is that supposed to be like saved? Is that a saved? No, like, it's called spoof? spoofed in Bridgewater. Oh. Junior Phillips never believed in ghosts until the day he woke up dead, October twenty fifteen. Okay, but he has to play like an older person in that. Well, right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, at first, when I saw the cover, I was like, "That's a young." Well, that's not. I mean, I some that's. I don't think person. he's. I don't think he has a, a credit. Oh, so he could have just been hanging around. So, you know, there's some good stuff. There is, ooh, there is a 96 crossover here, though, Mm. that I found. Ooh, Um, we love a 96 crossover. Becky Valen Mm -hmm. played Bessie. I I think she was the... Waitress. uh, Waitress. Yeah, the bar bar person, the bar owner, maybe, uh, was in Primal Fear. Ooh, we did did an episode Mm -hmm. of Primal Fear. And uh, The Fugitive. Oh. None of these people, none of the cast actually, what I like is that not a single person in the cast, at least the top cast here, mm-hmm. has images in IMDb. Oh, wait. Ooh. Actually, Barbara Clayman is the voiceover of Older Genie. Mm-hmm. How old are they? Uh, I don't know. That's their IMDb picture. <laughs> Just from the... It looks like a stock photo of someone in an office chair on the beach. It looks like a photo my mom would have in her condo. She was born. She was born in nineteen twenty nine, and she actually died in twenty nineteen. Mm. Apparently, R.I.P. Um, yeah, you know, like she's known more as a casting director. Okay. Did she do the casting for Chill Factor? I don't know. Let's see. Um, you know, she. I think she's a bot. She, I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't think she did. Was the casting director for this particular movie? No. Mm. Ooh, she was the casting director for the TV movie *The Death of the Incredible Hulk*. Oh. And *The Trial of the Incredible Hulk*. Huh. Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> Dropout Hulk? mother. Ugh. Cold Steel. Bulletproof. Meatballs two. Oh. oh, she did a lot. She did a lot of directing of casts. All right. Grizzly 2, The Revenge. Oh, she is all over the place. Yeah. What a great person. Yeah. I wonder if... Uh, Doing the Lord's as work. As far as, like, an acting, she has two actress roles. Uh, One of them being Chill Factor? Yeah. 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 And she was in a short film. Oh. Well, we're not going to find that. Alexis Wentworth in 2009. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that's the movie. Yeah. Um, Jared Leto's not in it. Neither is Will Arnett. Are they supposed to be? No, they just. I think they were just produced the other cult movie that I fell asleep through. Jared Leto did. Did Will Arnett? I don't know. I think I saw his name in there. Who cares? Uh, I think you're thinking of the Will. No, I think so. Will Arnett or Will something net or Will R something. Will no net. Will Arnett. Will Arnett. 
uh, actually was in the call. Lego Batman. <gasps> was he? Well, it wasn't Will Arnett. It's oh. not the one you're thinking of, but I think that's who you're thinking. But Jared Leto. I'm did. thinking of Amy Poehler's ex-husband. Yeah, it's not Amy Poehler's ex-husband. I don't think he's attached to that Holy Hell movie, but maybe I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure it's the Will who was like in the call, who took all the footage and then like kind of like put this documentary together. Yeah. But Jared Leto liked, did executive produce it. I did kind of like the <clears throat> part of the ending of that where like... Holy uh, Hell. In Holy Hell. Where someone is saying um, essentially that, you know, they're happy where they are in their life now. And, you know, whether being part of Andreas's cult was good or bad or not kind of made them the person they are. Mm-hmm. And they may not be in the same place that they are now. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah. I kind of well, like that message. I mean, yeah. sure, maybe it wasn't the best thing for, but maybe it was. Yeah. Like, who knows? Like, you don't, you know, well, your, and path, that was... your path in life was determined by, by everything you do. And, you know, you may not have turned out the way you, you did otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there's some appreciation. I think I was talking to a uh, a quote a former coworker about that actually today. They um yeah, had an had an experience a bad experience with work and then they got laid off from that job yep. today actually oh. or yesterday. Uh, um maybe they can call Jeannie and get three wishes and like Jeannie from the movie. Mm. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. we were saying there was like a, and we both were laid off on the same day from a job mm. like three or four years ago. And, um, we were talking about silver lining with that. Like it prepared this person for this layoff that just occurred. And also mm-hmm. there was an, a 19 year old who also got laid off at the same time. And they were saying I was 19 when I was laid off too. So I was kind of able to like offer advice and I was like, yeah, like not ideal situation, but like. Things like that in life are really commonplace and there's a very good chance they're going to happen again and they do kind of bring you to like a perspective that you're at. I think the thing that's sad about the Holy Hell movie is that so many people like uh, still grieve the community they had. It was just the leader. And in my mind, I kind of wonder like, okay, but why can't you like still bring that community back together? Is the grief too strong? Are the memories too strong? Is it completely destroyed? Is there a certain infrastructure that like can't occur now that could happen from like 1985 all the way to like 2007 like you know a lot of them still live in the same area where like the cult kind of ended for them so i don't know i don't know but or do they all need a manager that being said or asked yeah I'd like to welcome everyone that's listening to join our cult. Uh, uh, well, it's more like a gathering. And so if you want to stop on by. A gathering of the Furies? Yeah, I'm kind of letting go of the Furies. Oh. I mean, I kind of... Do you have a new concept or... Like... The Furies? No, do you have like a... I guess you don't really need a name. Like sometimes just names occur... It should happen naturally. Over kinda time. Like, kind of like, you know, Andreas. Or whatever he called himself after that. Reiki? Reiki. Well, he started out as... Oh, I can't remember what his name was. Something else. Michelle. Oh, yeah, Michelle. Michelle. 
rotundos or and he was something. an actor he was in like rosemary's bebay yeah and then like kind several of. uh porno movies that they showed like very graphic scenes from and i was like i don't know I fell asleep for that they were it was pretty bonkers and I, I don't know if i agreed that much with that part of the movie i was like are you vilifying homosexuality mm. like mm. are you mm-hmm. like shaming mm-hmm. is this a way to shame this person mm. like people mm-hmm. who are sex workers i don't think should be like Sure, it's kind of... It, oh, kind no. of, it, was kind so, of, it was a really odd message. It's like, oh, he, really. he acted in pornos. Yeah. So it's kind of like a... And they're like, and we did verify he worked so he's in not pornos. Like a, and I was like, okay. So he's like, not like a real and? actor kind of suggestion, maybe? It's like, yeah, he was an actor, but like, yeah, yeah in pornos. Like, it's supposed to be like a slight, maybe? Yeah, but I don't... I, yeah, I don't know. It was... Yeah, it was kind of weird. And then that, for them to show like these really like... Like I said, really explicit, like very, very raw, um, like aggressive sexual scenes. It was, it was kind of jarring, but yeah. compared to the sex scenes in the Chill Factor, woof. What? <laughs> what would you prefer? Uh, there's no in between. <laughs> like no, it's just weird. Like. When you said it was an R movie, I was like, really? Because like for language. Yeah, I haven't seen, like, they very, very much cover up. You don't really see any nudity at Uh, all. No, no. And um, the sex. Not even, like, breasts. Yeah, not even breasts. Like, the sex scenes are very, very weird. (laughs) Like. Well, I think they're supposed to be, like, horny teens. Like horny college, college. horny college, college students, yeah. and like they can't help but like go have sex in a dingy, dark corner of this abandoned, uh, yeah. Camp. I don't camp. know. Yeah, the sex scenes are kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. They, it was just like. Wait, I thought like maybe at one point like the demon possessed, if you will, yeah, was like putting a demon child into. I did too, genie. But he also like envisioned her as his sister. Yeah, and everyone else, like all the women and all he the had killed. He already killed. I was yeah. a little more intrigued because I thought he was going to envision them as everyone he had killed, even the men. No, it wasn't that. But that wasn't the case. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. It was, so that describe fear. Oh yeah. Real quick then. Fear not fear. Chill factor slash. Whatever movie the documentary, documentary was called. I would say no fear just because I, I think they only dipped the toe. Like, it was a taste, and there was a mix of a lot of tropes, and I think it was kind of, like, trying to, like, stack things on top of each other. It's, like, it's satanic, and they're stuck, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. Like, and, like, there's kind of zombies, sort of, and and then there's this, like, spooky, like, hooded shadow. With a... F- Creepy fingers. With yeah, creepy which, fingers which, and like... Which he gets at some point, yeah. Yeah, Any so it was just like... Yeah, it was kind of... I don't know. I, I thought it was so fun. I like the costuming. It's a little clunky. Yeah, the costuming was fun. Some of the scenes that were shot were really cool. Um, Casting director, though, was the narrator. Ooh, great. Great. Love, love adult genie. I could do without the uh, narration, I think. The narration was really just there to like... Like over explain. Like you could tell well, it was yeah. like... Oh, we really, really have to, like... Yeah, and it was weird, like, the explanation about 
oh, I don't know why he proposed to me. But oh, his yeah. friend Chris proposed to his sister. Yeah. And then his other friend w- uh, was engaged to a black woman. I was like, okay. like It was interesting. That was, it it was, was weird. pointed out that way. Yeah. Uh, who was a football player? He was going to be playing on the Vikings. Vikings, yeah, starting for the yeah, Vikings. He's not. He's not going to. He did not. He did not make it. Start for the Vikings. He did not make it to the end zone. As as they say in the Vikings. What about for you, fear? It's not fear. Okay. Why? It wasn't scary. It wasn't scary, no. Um, but it was uh, delightfully entertaining. I liked the death scenes. It was entertaining, yeah. I liked the death scenes. The death scenes were nice and quick. I did see pretty much every death scene on the trailer that I had watched, unfortunately. Yeah. Because only like, what, five people? Mm-hmm. Six people that die, maybe? Um, yeah. And I'm pretty sure in the trailer I well, watched it showed like every single one, albeit very quickly. Yeah. But still, it was kind of, but uh, it made me want to watch it. And uh, I was waiting for certain things to happen, for yeah. sure. That being said, so what, that being what, said you I can't really you spoil a, a movie from 89. No, can I also ask, like, I asked you why you want to watch this movie, and you're like, I saw it on Instagram. And then you're like, oh, yeah. I like saw the deaths. But like, yeah. what about it actually made you want to watch it? Oh, the trailer itself. Um, I think it was the... <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it was like the graphic design of it. Yeah. It was like the title. Yeah. The title cards that I saw on the trailer. And like... The font just, is really nice. It just looked... It, it was more for the look of it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the whole movie did. I liked the look of the it. The look, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, I like a, you know, I like a, I like a camp movie. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a camp movie. Yeah. Um, you know, I was reading that one, one person that watched it when it came out did kind of compare it to like, oh, they kind of stole. It's a base. The setup is, you know, like a Friday the 13th setup, you know, with kids, yeah. kids going to a camp type thing and yeah. they get picked off, you know, blah, blah, blah. It also kind of reminded me of a. Um, so a lot of tropes, like you said. Yeah, but also kind of remind me of what's the one where they're like, oh, fuck, what's that called? Where they're like, it's not Evil Dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it Evil Dead? I don't they're know what you're going to say. And then like. There's a cabin in that one. Yeah, for sure. And, like, someone comes out of the basement. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that, yeah. too, a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I could see that. But that, I, that. I mean, that happens a lot in horror movies. But it just because it, it was in 89, so I feel like it's, like, a little bit closer to... Yeah. Something's happened with your computer over there. Because I was whistling. Oh, doesn't like it. doesn't like the feedback from the whistling. Well, right uh... Here. Eating these onions was a bad idea. You so. better not. Do you want some chocolate with them? Nope. Describe fear. Next week in Describe Fear, we'll be uh, discussing and describing um, The Adventures of Pinocchio mm. from 1986. Mm-hmm. Uh, features Martin Landau and uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas mm. from Home Improvement and Lion King fame. Oh, 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 oh.
uh, yeah, that'll be next week on Describe Fear. Mm-hmm.